This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's talk about what we expect to find in fishing for both trout and bass in August. The, the rains have been very localized. Some areas I checked uh, just a couple days ago in the park, the stream was as much as two feet out on the banks. 20 miles away, the stream was flowing at a normal level. A little bit further no, further south, the stream was a very low condition. So you really have to adjust your tactics to the stream condition. Normally, by this time of the year, I'm relying very strongly on the Murray's Flying Beetle. Probably in a 14, if there's a good water level, I drop down to a 16 if it's getting low. I had a biologist in here the other day when I was filling up my box to head to the stream, and he saw me fiddling around with these beetles. He said, do you know there are over 200 different types of beetles around our trout streams? And I said, well, I didn't know it, but this certainly is one of the most successful patterns we have. Now, as these streams do get low, the fish get very, very selective. Sure, they're going to take the beetle, but they want it to drift naturally like a little real beetle. Now, on a windy day, they may be blowing in off the tree limbs around you. In that case, I use sort of a splat presentation with a roll cast, or I might use a regular conventional cast and snap the tip of the rod at the last minute to make it land on the water with a splash. But you have to adjust your tactics to the conditions. Now, when they get selective, let's say I was on one of those low streams, which I did end up on just a couple days ago, they get very selective on how they're going to feed. So what I do in that case, I go to a slack line cast. As many of you know, and I've shown it in many of my schools, the, the puddle cast is an exceptionally effective cast. You aim about 45 degrees over the water, put out a little extra line, and it lands in a puddle on the water. But what you do achieve with that is that it enables the beetle to drift naturally. Now, another cast that'll give me that good slack line presentation is to do the uh, lazy S cast. And that I move the rod tip from right to left as the fly is turning over in the air. And with the same tactic, you're throwing extra slack in the line and leader, and you get a natural drift, and you'll pick up some trout that wouldn't begin to, um, to take a regular drifting fly. So adapt your tactics to the streams, Hunt and peck around for the streams. Take your water temperatures. Morning temperatures for the last, oh, probably about the last three weeks have been running about 64 to 65 degrees, which is, it's, it's creeping up. But 64 and 65, I've been getting good fishing. Now, when it creeps up there a couple of higher degrees, that eh, gets pretty tough. But 64, 65, 10 o'clock in the morning, you ought to get good fishing. Just don't spook them with your approach. Okay, let's talk about the bass. This is my favorite time of the year because the grass beds are forming. The minnows are leaving the gravel bars. They're going into the grass beds. 
that form around the limestone islands in the middle of the river and along the grass beds that form along the banks. There's one area I especially like up on the Potomac. Uh, I wade all the way across Pack Horse Forge to get over on the west side and the stretch there of probably a hundred yards of grass beds in water hip deep to some places it gets as shallow as a foot and those bass go back in there and chase those minnows and when i see that wake of those bass going i cast a silver outcast out in front of them and rip it right straight in front of them one evening over there i was just getting i i couldn't move fast enough that i was getting from one bass to the other the whole bank was alive with them and I just caught one bass after another that were in there chasing those men. Now, if you're familiar with the South Fork, this South Fork, the Shenandoah now, down around Siegfried's on the east side, there's some grass beds that run, oh, a good 50 yards up along that far side. And the last hour to two hours of daylight, the bass are in there after those shiners like crazy. And if you wade carefully, watch for those bass chasing the minnows, and go one-on-one -on -one with them. It's some of the finest bass fishing you're going to get anywhere. So play the game the way Mother Nature's doing it, and you'll find some exciting bass fishing now. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. If you have any questions on these tactics, the flies, where to go, just ring me or better yet, come in and I'll go over the maps with you. We still have some openings in our smallmouth schools, both in the half days and the full days, but they're filling up pretty quickly. Oh, and by the way, Rhonda did put our trout schools for next spring on our website and we've already got people signing up for them those of you who tried to get in them last year and they were all full now's the time to look at your calendar because Rhonda's got all these on the website and we're already having people sign up so give us a ring if you need help this is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh Virginia 540-984-4212 thank you very much